Have you ever noticed that when you hang around these types of people, your energy completely shifts? Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses, and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Well, today I just got back from a meeting and we've been working on some branding and some strategy and some stuff for our new program that we're about to release called Dominate Zero to a Million Dollars. And it's helped business owners grow their business to their first million and provide tips and tools and strategies. But I was at the meeting and I've met this young guy who does a lot of stuff with e-commerce and building businesses online. He's already built a couple of reasonably well, when I say reasonable turnover, well over seven-figure businesses online. And it's just interesting that when you're around competent people that can actually do their job and are enthusiastic about the thing that they love, that your energy picks up. So it was really, really cool. We were out for breakfast, uh, Jess and myself and this other person, and we were just talking over some ideas around our online strategy. And what I noticed was that straight away my energy picked up because of his enthusiasm. And so straight away he dives into how we can set up a better e-commerce brand online, how we can start to change our branding and tweak our marketing a little bit, how we can start to set up some better landing pages, and also a whole bunch of problems that we've had. Now, we've used multiple, multiple uh, marketing businesses over the last four, four or so years and probably spent well in excess of half a million dollars at least on marketing with these agencies and none of them picked up the problems that he did. There was just heaps of different little problems where straight away within 24 hours, because I consulted with him yesterday and we just had a, a chat about what I wanted. And within 24 hours, he comes back and he goes, look, here's a whole host of problems that I've noticed. This is happening. Who, who's who been uh, like, who has played around with the code on your website? Who's done this? I've checked upload speeds. And he just went through a whole list of things that he checked out. And just because of his energy and enthusiasm, it completely shifted mine. And it was really really, really cool to hang around someone who is so highly competent at their skill set that they just pick things up really, really quickly and can make things happen really, really fast. Now, this has been different from a lot of the other marketing agencies or agencies that I've used with any online strategy. And the majority of the time they will talk about themselves, they will talk about you, and they might build good relationships with you. But the problem is they're not really competent at doing the job. They will be competent at building the relationship. So they're good with people and they're good with sales, but they're not good at doing Doing the rest of the strategy online. And so then they have a whole bunch of, you know, I guess you could say staff or minions that then go out there and go and implement all this stuff, but shit just falls apart. Things break, they're non-effective. You know, we just had a recent marketer that we have uh, gotten rid of and, um, you know, we have had to put in a request for a refund through the banks just because for the last three months, we haven't been able to get in contact with him. He just disappeared and kept charging us. Now, this is someone who's supposed to be highly competent and was referred to us by somebody else. And we worked with him for three three to four months, put in all this effort, put in all this energy, and then he's just disappeared. And then I've found out he started his own marketing agency and he's going out there to do all this other stuff. And I'm like, fuck, he hasn't even delivered the shit that we want. And so it just left a bad taste in our mouth. And we've had this happen, not the same situation multiple times with marketers, but we've had it happen just so many times where we've hired people through marketing or through marketers or marketing agencies that just don't have the competency. And I wanted to talk about this because I think that it's so important that if you're a business owner or you do anything with anybody that you're paying them, you've got to be around people that are inspired and want to put in the effort and the energy into the work, not into just the mouth service. You know, I just find that there are so many people out there who will talk a big game, but then just don't back it up 
through the delivery. Or you have people that are very good with the delivery, but then just can't sell it or can't promote it. So they just don't have a lot of clientele or, or a lot of people out there who, uh, who know about them, which is quite disappointing. But what I noticed was today, my energy completely shifted. First of all, when I had this conversation with this person around marketing and strategy, at first I thought, you know, this is just lip service again. This is the same shit that I've got everywhere else. But within 24 hours, there's a proposal, there's a strategy, there's a whole bunch of different ideas. He's picked up all these problems and he picked up super detailed things that other people hadn't picked up. There was multiple uh, different Facebook uh, tracking codes in our code on our website, which means that multiple people had uh, essentially using our website to track data or to get data. Now, I'd never picked up on that stuff before because I knew nothing about it. But this also tells me that past marketers are still using our data and also that they didn't pick up that other people are also using that data. They just added a link to it as well, which is really fucking disappointing. But I just found it really, really good to be around someone who is highly competent at what they do. And what it made me think of was all the business owners out there who try to hire people for cheap or who try to get a good price on things, instead of actually hiring people that are competent and just saying, what, what will it cost me and what's my return on investment? In fact, this guy came back to me and said, here's how long it's gonna to take to get an ROI or return on investment on the spend that you're gonna spend with me. So if you invest X amount of dollars with me, I will build all this stuff out. Now we will do staggered payments over time so that I deliver certain things and then here, here are key targets that we have to hit before you pay my next installment. Should I do this, then this is what essentially the whole fee will be. If I don't hit it, then you don't pay me because I haven't hit the next piece of deliverables. And then finally, here's exactly the strategy that will get you your money back. And I thought that's really, really fucking cool. Very rarely do people, especially in the marketing space, figure out how they get your money back. They will say they'll get their money back, but they don't have a strategy. They don't have a plan. They don't deliver it well. And a lot of the time it's just lip service. And then when they start to deliver, they will tell you that it takes three to four months to put runs on the board. And then by the time three to four months come, you've sunk a whole heap of money into them and they just essentially shit the bed. So these are things that I want to share because other business owners have probably gone through this. You're probably going through it. And I would be very, very careful of most marketers and marketing agencies because most of the crap uh, having dealt with a fair few of them, not all of them are, but you just need to make sure that they really deliver on what they say they're going to. And I personally, from now on, I wouldn't pay upfront until services are delivered. So until you get results, then they get paid or you pay half now and then half after they deliver the results. Don't just pay straight up front and then expect them to deliver results because very rarely will they do that. And then they will make up bullshit like it takes us three months or six months to put some runs on the board. But by the time you may have already sunk $100,000 into your marketing and then you realize that they're crap, they're not gonna give you a refund, which is pretty shitty. This is what happens with a lot of uh, agencies out there. So it was just really, really cool to deal with someone else who was well thought out, who was well planned, who was very strategic, and it gave me a bit of a peace of mind, but it also made me really really reconsider the way that I hire people, the way that I employ people around me to do certain jobs, like whether they're marketing agencies, sales agencies, whether it's recruitment companies, that you've got to be around people that really inspire you and that you leave with more energy, more enthusiasm, but also a good game plan so that you're not just elated and excited about the delivery. That it brought up inspiration of like, okay, not only am I optimistic about moving forward, but I also have a clear game plan and strategy. And if this doesn't work, there's a little bit of pain on both parties' sides. Whereas what will normally happen is that the majority of, of parties when you deal with external vendors, it will be you pay me up front, then I will do the work and it's gonna take X amount of time in order to get results. And so they put three to four months worth of work in. And then at the end you go, this is shit, this doesn't work. And they go, well, it's bad luck. And normally they'll turn around and blame it on you anyway, even though it's their job. I mean, that's what happened with the service that we just 
we'd ended with the last marketing person. By the time we've ended it, he just turned around and blamed us, but it was a done for you service, which means you pay them to do the work. And then they just blamed us for not having done a whole bunch of shit, which was them putting the work back onto us and just negating the the work that, that they were supposed to do. Um, so these are things that, that you just need to be very careful of. But anyway, what I really wanted to share was make sure you're dealing with competent people, especially as your business grows. And especially if you're making you know, over four dollars or $500,000 a year, make sure you start to employ good quality, competent people, pay them well, make sure that they deliver on results and don't pay them like employees. If you're using external vendors, do not pay them upfront for their service in, because what will happen is they'll turn around if it doesn't work and then they'll just keep your cash and there's no risk on their behalf. If not, you have to put in policies and procedures or expectations or legal agreements where you get your money back if they do not deliver X, Y, and Z and make sure you're really clear with the KPIs. So these are the mistakes that I made, hence why I wanted to share, but also that I wanted to share that when you are around competent people, your energy will lift up, you'll feel better about the results or the direction that the business is moving in um, or the area of the business. Um, it's just really important to surround yourself with competent people because I would say that the majority of people out there are pretty fucking incompetent at what they do. Whether it's, you know, when you're trying to hire new staff, the majority of people out there are just incompetent. If you're hiring an electrician, the majority of them are shit. When you go to the majority of doctors, they're shit. When you go to the majority of psychologists, they're shit. Because most people just do a job in order to get paid and they don't relate the value that they get paid in to the service or the work that they do. So they won't over deliver because they don't give a fuck. They get paid up front. And it's just a really shit way of uh, working culture that Australia has. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't great people out there who do amazing jobs, but there's normally a big gap between those who do really good work and everybody else. So there are some amazing doctors out there, which you know we've had come to our Thrive Time event. They're involved in our business growth odyssey. They want to grow their business, but also as well, they are very highly competent doctors. We have, we've had psychologists, we've had mental health practitioners, we've had electricians, we've had you know surgeons, we've had all different types of people come through these events. And there is a big gap between those who are highly competent and highly skilled versus everybody else in their field. So just please be aware of it. When you hire somebody, they're, they're all not painted with the same brush. Unfortunately, the majority of people are just shit at what they do and they're incompetent. And so normally what I do now is I go into most hiring strategies when I'm hiring someone as that essentially you are shit and your job is to prove that you are not shit. And in order to do so, I need to know that you are competent. So I will give them tests. I will make sure that they do things first so that I can see their quality of work. And I was only talking to someone in the electrical industry uh, last week and they said that they had someone who had been working in the, the electrical industry for a couple of years. They'd completed their apprenticeship a couple of years. And he said, I was blown away because my second year apprentice did actually a better job and understood more about the electrical industry and what they were doing than this person who's been in the industry for a couple of years now. Just couldn't believe it. They weren't trained effectively. They didn't understand things. Uh, they thought they were better than what they were. And he said, my second year apprentice, I ended up having to send them to do work together because I knew that the second year apprentice would be able to train them. So just please understand that most people, just because uh, you're hiring someone doesn't mean that they're highly skilled. Um, I have it in the coaching industry. You know, I hear people all the time say, how much do you charge per hour? Now, my normal charge rate right now is uh, $13.25 per hour. And I have people go, well, you charge more than a lawyer. And I go, yeah, I know. But there's a reason for that. I will save somebody's marriage instead of having them go through a lawyer and spend $500,000 on legal fees separating a multi-million dollar divorce settlement where both parties are going to 
going to get fucked out of cash, I can save that marriage in some cases. Uh, and I've done it many times before. So it might cost you three or $4,000, but it won't cost you $500,000 in a divorce. Plus after that, then you've got to separate assets as well. So you might spend $500,000 on lawyers, but you might have to also give your partner now three or $4 million in that divorce settlement. So that's why I charge that amount of money in order to stop a business owner doing something stupid for them to spend 10 or 20 or even $30,000, maybe even 50 or $100,000 on my services over a period of time. They can potentially make an extra couple of million, if not more than that over a period of time. But there's a big gap between the coach out there who charges $30 an hour or $50 an hour or $100 an hour versus my services. Now you might be able to get the same results with that coach. It just might take you 10 years. Whereas if you work with me for a year, it might take a year. So you really have to think through how you hire people. You're not just paying a high price normally because it's a high price. It's normally because of quality. It's normally on delivery. It's normally around years of expertise. There's normally an exchange of value that's there. Now that's not always the case. There are some people who charge extreme amounts of money and they're not actually that good. Um, they just have a high amount of self-belief and people pay it. Some people out there are extremely good with their marketing campaigns and they will show that they're the best at what they do. But the truth is they just don't have the skills to back it up or the years of expertise in the industry. Now I saw this happen when I was a personal trainer. This was probably like like 15 years ago, there was a personal trainer in Queensland that was charging $1,500 per hour. And he only had, I believe it was three or four clients, or maybe it was six per week who paid him $1,500. So he was, uh, uh, you know, earning almost $10,000 a week from, from just working with these clientele exclusively. He'd only had about six months in the industry and he wasn't very knowledgeable. He just went out there and had a really good marketing strategy that I only want to target high net worth individuals. I want to give them exclusivity and that's what I'm selling. So the personal training is just something extra. Really, it was the exclusivity that he was selling and the private network, that was it. And there I was earning, you know, $100 an hour or $97 per hour. And so when I got back, I was like, fuck this. And so I just jacked up my prices. Actually, sorry, back then it was, I was charging $75 per hour. And when I got back, I was like, I'm just doubling my prices. So I put them up to 150 at the time. And I thought that I would lose a bunch of clients, but I only really lost about 10% of clients, but I actually jacked up my prices and doubled them. So um, yeah, it just made me more money, but I didn't have to work as, uh, well, I still had to work quite a lot because I only really lost about 10% of uh, the clientele that I had. So I just found that really, really interesting. But yeah, I just thought I'd share, make sure you're hiring the right people, make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that are inspired to do the work, not just being inspired to sell the work. I think that will help a lot of business owners who are listening to this. Now, if you're also someone who isn't a business owner, make sure you surround yourself with inspired people who want to get out there and who want to do shit. If you're a driven mofo and you want to have a great life and you want to achieve a lot, and you're hanging around dropkicks that complain all the time and bitch and moan and don't really want to do anything and everything's too hard. And you know, you just had a big lunch and you want to go for a walk and they, you know, tell you that they don't want to walk or they don't really want to do anything and they just want to sit around and sleep on the couch. Then you're going to downgrade or downregulate your goals and, and your dreams. Whereas if you're someone who's driven, you need to surround yourself with people who keep you accountable and, and lift you to a greater level. Anyway, driven mofos, I hope that helps. Have a great time or a great day. Keep kicking goals. Stay driven, and I look forward to joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur.